This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer parish. End of days, we are grateful for yet another beautiful day. We are grateful for all you did in the first service. Thank you for yokes that you destroyed. Thank you yeah. for yokes that have been destroyed. Yoke of death, yoke of sorrow. We are grateful. Thank you for opening new chapters concerning our life. Thank you for rest. We are grateful. Lord, we thank you for what you did in the second service. Anointing brings favor. We are grateful for favor that will begin to walk in favor this week. We are also grateful for what you did during the communion service. Lord, we are grateful that we have eternal life. Yes, through the communion. We are the yoke of Ziba over our life, over our family has been destroyed. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord, even again for gathering us together to thyself. This morning, Lord, your children have gathered unto you, including myself and my household. Our garden is unto you this morning. Open the heaven, touch every life, visit everyone, heal the sick, set the captive Save so. As we continue our series on rapture, we will not be left behind. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Acts, chapter 1. Act chapter 1. Act chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 8 to 12. Act chapter 1, from verse 8 to 12. I'll read from here. But you shall receive power. Somebody's receiving power this morning in the name of Jesus. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Verse 9. And when he had spoken, when he had spoken these things, why they beheld, that means why they look at him. You know, he was talking to them. He was taken up, he was caught up. He was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their side. Pay attention to that. What, verse 10, and why they look all of a sudden steadfastly towards heaven as he went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This, this same Jesus, which is taken from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner, pay attention to that, as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then they return unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olive, or Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath uh, day's journey. So now, Brethren, the Lord brought his word to all that preparing for rapture. And we have, you know, we have looked at what rapture means. The sudden disappearance, to be caught up, raptura, to be caught up. And we have looked at some instances and prophecies in the Bible, like in the book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, confirming the same rapture. We have seen how the sudden disappearance of Enoch and we saw the chariot of fire that took Elisha. And so, and also we, we look at the case of, uh, you know, we look at the example of Philip, 
how it was suddenly we would disappear. It tells us that rapture will surely happen. All this example that found to me, that rapture will surely happen. He affirmed to you and I that rapture will surely take place. So, brethren, I want you to believe it, and I want you to run with it. Now, and you will not be left behind in the name of Jesus. We understand that there are two levels of preparation, essentially, that we need to, because oftentimes we talk about preparing for rapture. What do we need to prepare for? How do we even prepare? How? That's a question some people How do we even prepare for rapture? Well, we're still going to look at that in detail. But then we look at spiritual preparation, what that means, walking in the spirit always. So our focus today is on physical preparation, physical preparation. Now, where we read here, do you remember Jesus Christ had died, rose up on the third day according to prophecy, and it was manifested. And the Bible tells us that in verse 3, to whom also he showed himself alive, after his passion by many fallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So that means after Jesus rose up, he was still, he was still with them 40 days, eating with them, talking about, they probably doing evangelism, praising God together, talking about the things of the kingdom after he had rose up. So the Bible tells us several of many accounts of people who, who saw him, now, but then something happened, which again relates to rapture, is that why Jesus had finished telling them, he said, tarry in Jerusalem, and you're going to receive power of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost come upon you, then you're going to begin to witness. That is commission. Now, but something happened in verse 9. Why they were speaking, that means as we are talking now, rapture can happen. It can happen right now. So while they were talking, the apostles were not planning for it. It's just a normal conversation. Jesus was telling them, okay, probably he was telling them, well, you know, me, people, I love you. And I want you to know that uh, I am always with you. I am always with you. I want you to remain steadfast. I am always with you. Probably as he was saying that, the next thing, they couldn't find him again. And the next thing they were looking at, they saw him going up, 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 up. And he was received by a cloud. Brethren, that is how rapture will happen. So that is a, so the apostles, they were not expecting it. Jesus Christ was caught up into the cloud. That's also another typical example of how rapture will happen. Now he was taken up and a cloud received him in, out of their side. A cloud. So that means the heaven was open and they saw multitude receiving Jesus, welcoming him back home. Say, You are welcome, the King of Kings, the Lord of Law. You have prevailed. You have prevailed. You are welcome. And then something has happened. As the apostles were wondering, ah, what is all of this? He died. He rose. He was with us 40 days. We can't deny it. He showed us the palm and the leg. And now he even ate with us after he rose. But now, what is happening? And then suddenly, the two angels stood by and began to tell them, you men of Galilee, why are you looking into heaven like this? He said, which is taking, he said, this same Jesus, which is taken from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go to heaven. 
This is a point of evangelism to let people know that Jesus is coming back again. He went up, remember, how did he ascend into the world? Through the womb of Mary. He was conceived like a child, like your child, like my child. He was conceived like any, any, any normal child through a woman now, and he was delivered. But his ascension, him going back to heaven, wasn't through a woman, wasn't through a man. He was caught up. The power of God took him up. Now, so angel was telling them, this same Jesus will come back again. So brethren, with all of this, it tells you that indeed rapture will surely happen and we will not be left behind in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, when we talk about physical preparation, from this, what can we learn about physical preparation? It means that one, be conscious of rapture, be thinking about it all the time. While you are discussing with your family, be talking about it. You see, when you talk about it, when you're conscious about it, it helps you to prepare your mind. It helps you, it keeps you away from evil. Most of the time we are not conscious of it. And so that's why we forget. Always think about it. Physical preparation. As you are talking with your family, your friends, your colleagues, always think of rapture. Now, when, so when we talk about, we're saying that in your speech, remember Jesus was discussing with them and he was caught up suddenly. As you're discussing with people, always remember in your speech, be prepared. Now in your dressing, be prepared. In your ambition, be prepared. Physical preparation, prepare your body. Don't give your body to sin. So that that will, when, the, when it happened, when the sound, and that's why one of the songs from the first uh, album says, when the angel blows the trumpet, all men will bow, all men will bow to our king. When the angel blow the trumpet, Jesus, the king of glory is coming. So when the angel blows the trumpet, Jesus, the king of glory is coming. Now, so again, physical preparation demands being conscious of it. It demands being conscious of it. It demands being conscious of it. Now, it means that your, your physical body, you have to keep it in preparation for the Lord. How do you keep it? One of the ways is be careful of what you consume on the body. Be careful of what you do with your body. Don't go and be, you know, uh, say, well, the tattoo. Remember your body is the temple of the living God. Be careful what you do with your body. Be careful of things you are dipping your hand in. Be careful of the things that you are, you are, you are associating with. It's not all parties you can attend. And I know God is bringing that to somebody. It's not all party. Some people have attended party and they ate food that drowned them spiritually. It is not all party that you can attend. It is not in all party you can eat food. These are some of the physical preparation for rapture. It is not everybody that is your friend. I was telling one of the brethren yesterday. I saw the people saying, your friend, your friend, they're running around you. It is because there's something they are getting from you. No, it, it will, things will not be down for you in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. 
But the truth in life is that you know true friend. When things turn the other way, you know who's standing with you. So I was telling the person yesterday, I said, so devote yourself to God and leave all this distraction. So it is not everybody that you can make as your friend. It is not everybody. You see, if I, if I, if I, have, if I have wanted to have a you know, massive friend, I mean, I do have massive friend called the Church of God, the body of Christ is my friend. So I have you know, millions of friends all over the world. But when I mean massive friend, Let's say the kind of you know friend, what they call wale wale, that means where you're really close friend, acquaintance. Let's use the word acquaintance. Um, there are many I could have had. For instance, um, I have many of them in those days. When the some of them they drink, though they are Christians, I can't work with them. I can't do the things they do. Oh, party, they are there. They are there from one place to, I don't have time for all those things. So brethren, if we know where we are going, we will know how to separate ourselves. We will know how to consecrate ourselves. And I want you to know anybody that will serve Jesus, you may not have too many friends. You may not. Because the Bible is that you can't be an, you can't be friend with the world. It's an enmity before God. So if you really want to please God, you can't be carrying too many friends around you. Many of us have too many friends that are not needful in our life. They are causing distraction. You hear from this one, you hear from this one, you hear from this one. Oh, I have not talked to my friend. Uh, my friend, your friend that will not follow you to, to church. Your friend that doesn't want to talk about Jesus. He's not your friend. So brethren, physical preparation demands that be careful what you consume. Number three I mentioned is that but it's not everybody that is your friend. Be careful, people. You are. There are some people. They are agent of devil. They are not going to anywhere. They know they are not going to heaven. Their path is hell, and so they may appear to be good friends. They are like sheep in, in. I mean, they are wolves in sheep clothing. We have to be careful because their goal is to lure people out of the way of the truth. I pray that you will not be a victim. I will not be a victim in the name of Jesus. So number three is that be careful of people you associate with. Be careful of the people you call your friend. Be careful of where you go to. We're talking about physical preparation. You see, this is not about spiritual now. We talked about the spiritual now on Saturday or Friday. So be careful where you go to. Be careful where, where you follow people to. There are some places that are not healthy for you spiritually. There are some houses or restaurants or places you get to that, you know the spiritual atmosphere is tense. The spiritual atmosphere is very tense that when you get there, you begin to sense something is not right here. You can't go to a place. You can't be going to a club. You can't be going to a club. You know, one of the, one of the brethren, whatever a man does, he's only to open. Yes, it will be open. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, I'll start to, to example. Now, there was one with what we are seeing with the way the person was living his life. You see, it was not too difficult for us, for God to open our eyes to perceive the actual life. Though this person appeared to be this in the physical body behind. And so, but we have been doing what we need to do to tell the person again and again, we'll call 
openly, secretly, we call him. This is what we are observing. Turn to the Lord. Let your way be right before God. He picks, sometimes he picks offense. Sometimes he doesn't, but he picks offense. So again, then, you know, one day, some of the people he invited to a club, telling them how they can have a nice time. They were beginning to talk about examples. You know, and there are many things we have seen too. Now, there was another one. When that one departs, you know, the news we were hearing about him, we were told he was dating somebody here and there, you know. So be careful. It's not all, it's not all places you can go to. Uh, people, you, you, it, it will surprise you that there are many Christians who still go to clubbing, who still go to clubbers to go and celebrate birthday. Any birthday you want to celebrate, you can do it in your house. And if the Lord bless you, you want to invite the old church, let us know. We can, we can trust God together for something. Yes. So you can celebrate with believers. You don't have to do it like the way of the world. You don't have to sing, you know, people celebrate their birthday and they are singing, you know, worldly songs. And you see Christians that are speaking in tongues, dancing to worldly songs. I cannot be comfortable in that kind of place. I don't know about you. Physical preparation. If when they are doing palongo, palongo, and then rapture just take place, <laughs> what excuse would they give? Uh, what excuse would they give? The excuse of uh, saying, oh, they went for their friend's birthday and they just play one on worldly song and they begin to, that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. So be careful where you go to. That's number four, physical preparation. You can see this is not much about prayer now, but the physical thing we do with our life daily. That is, so it's very essential for us to prepare in, 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 in meeting the Lord. Now, also when we talk about uh, you know, physical preparation, your ambition, where you, know, where you see yourself in the next five years, where do you see yourself? What you want to, your ambition must be aligned with the kingdom of God. Because the true brethren is that it is good for us to be ambitious. It is good for us to aim high. It is good for us to be, you know, to be, to aspire to become great. These are all great. God wants us to be great. But align all of those with the kingdom of God. Why? Because whether you and I like it or not, we are not taking a pain out of this world. Naked we came, naked we will go. So we need those things here on this earth. And the Lord has promised to supply all your needs. So don't stress yourself. So don't try to be building mansion here or not, but you're not reached towards heaven. No, that's not right. That's not the proper thing to do. Physical preparation, your ambition. Am I saying it is wrong to have all these things? No, we have them by God's grace. We, are, we have them by God's grace. We are not poor. We are not begging. So, but then is that you must constantly make the kingdom of God your priority so that when rapture takes place, you will not have any regrets. You will not have any regrets. A man of God, uh, our father in the Lord said yesterday, he said that, uh, he, said, uh, he said, can you carry your house? Yes. He said, no. He said, I've never, he has never seen a case where they say this person is so wealthy and that he was able to carry his house while he was traveling. He carried his estates. 
And when he appeared, when he arrived another trip, he dropped the house there and he started living there. So brethren, we must be conscious and the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, so in physical preparation as well, number six is find yourself, devote yourself more in the service of God. Dip your hand in doing God's work. Don't just be idle. Don't fold your hand like that and be watching things. Let me see what is going to happen in the church. Dip your hand in it. Find what you can do. Join the people to clean the house of God. Nobody will stop you from cleaning God's house. Join the you know, people to invite souls. At least you have your neighbors. Be involved in something. You and your family, and don't leave anybody behind. Your wife, be involved in something. Your husband, be involved in something. All your children, don't leave anybody behind. Don't say they have their life. Which their life do they have? If God did not give you, do they have it? No, let them be involved. You are cleaning the house of God, let them be involved. You are doing evangelism, let them be involved. So your family together must be involved. Don't leave your family behind. Because God has saved our soul so that we may bring the light of the gospel to our immediate family and extended family. And this morning, even as we continue to prepare for the Lord's coming, in the name of Jesus, we will not be left behind in Jesus' name. Now, and that's why that confirms what Paul says. Paul says, do not be ignorant. You are not in darkness. So anyone that is thinking about it, if you watch it, even myself, whenever I'm thinking about heaven or thinking about rapture in my daily day-to-day -day activity, I see that it keeps me a lot from distraction. It keeps me a lot. It keeps me a lot from the things of this world. So each one of us as believers, we must be conscious of the coming of the Lord. I want us to bow down our head as we begin to lift up our voices in prayer. We are going to be using all these six points to pray. If you take note, then you're going to be using them to pray. Don't wait for me before you start using each one of them specifically to pray. Number one is being conscious of it. That means you are thinking about it. You are thinking about rapture always. You are thinking about it. Lord, help me to be conscious of rapture. Are you here this morning? You have not invited Jesus into your life as your Lord and personal Savior. It's not too late. The Lord can make it happen if you are willing. Are you here? Or your life is not pleasing to the Lord. You know it. If rapture takes place, you're not going anywhere. Well, you can get it right this, this moment. Tomorrow might be too late. I'd like you to raise your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I have come to you today. Have mercy on me. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner, but I also know that you, you came and you died for me, that I may have a place in heaven. I have this morning, have mercy, forgive me my sin, cleanse me by your precious blood. Write my name in heaven and fill me with the Holy Ghost. According to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me. When rapture takes place, please don't let me be left behind. Lord, I pray for as many who have prayed this prayer. Lord Jesus, answer their prayer. Forgive them their sins. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Ancient of days, I bless your name this morning. 
Thank you for your word, which you have brought unto us and prayers that have been offered. Lord, I pray this morning, help each one of your children, including myself and my household, to be conscious of rapture in the name of Jesus. In any area of our life where we are lacking behind as far as preparation, where you are looking at us and shaking your head and saying, no, you are not preparing. This morning, please let our spiritual eyes be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Let our spiritual eyes be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning for all your children, everything causing distraction. Is it the places they go to? Is it the people they walk with? Is it the website they visit? Is it the people they have private chat with? They're on their phone, on their devices, that they think nobody knows. Father, I pray this morning, anything that may anything that will hinder them from making it to heaven, that from making it to when rapture takes place. This morning, Lord, let there be permanent separation in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be craving for your kingdom. Every demonic craving, we command them to cease now in the name of Jesus. As your children go in this month, go in, go with them in the name of Jesus. In this week, new chapters are open. You will enjoy it to be celebration gala. You'll be conscious of rapture. We call, I cover your body, soul, and spirit with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.